0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining me at the debut episode of The Skate Escape. I am your host, Malcolm Watson. And in the spirit of this being the opening first original episode, I'm going to start at the origin. It's only right. The year 1987, summer 87, the place, Los Angeles, California. I was probably uh, seven, eight years old, and I would usually take a summer trip summer pilgrimage if you will to corpus christi texas where largely the majority of my family still lives and resides and um if you don't know about corpus christi the claim to fame for corpus is the coke brothers oil and selena she is probably the most famous person to come out of corpus christi texas and it is also the place where she met her demise but back to the lecture at hand summer 87 I was about to take my trip. I'm in Los Angeles going shopping before the trip, and you know, as a kid, your parents, or at least my parents, before long voyages would allow me to go to the toy store and pick out a toy for the flight. In this case, it was a store named Zodis. They're now defunct, I don't think they even made it into the 1990s before they were bought out by a company called Federated and went out of business. But I remember walking into the Zodis on Crenshaw, And Imperial. And um, I went into the store. I walked down the the toy aisle. I saw the G.I. Joe action figures, but knew that that was out of the budget. I I wasn't satisfied with just having one Cobra Clutch G.I. Joe or one Snake Eyes. I wanted the whole set. So I quickly walked past that, saw the Transformers, saw He-Man, all of that Played with that for a minute and then threw it back on the shelf. And for some reason, something said, hey, I always wanted a skateboard. Let me go walk to the skateboard row. And I went to the store, that section, saw the skateboards on the rack and pulled out this red plastic skateboard. And in my mind, it was calling me. This, This is the one. So I found my mom, showed her, this is the board. This is what I want. This is my one toy. She bought it for me with no problem. Went back home, packed up. Bought my skateboard, got dropped off at LAX, off to Corpus Christi, Texas. Once I arrived in Corpus, I don't think I even touched the board again. I I remember maybe unpacking it and just setting it off to the side of my luggage. Met up with my cousins instantly, and we just went off to, you know, do what kids do, play hide and seek and take a little tour around the neighborhood. Not much had changed. Not even getting into trouble, Just, just being out and about playing, spending time outside, and um, as the week approached, Monday through Friday, typically I found out that we would go to the summer YMCA up the street, not far, probably about a, a three mile walk from a relative's home. And so every day, Monday through Friday, we would go to this YMCA and just, it, it was it was fun. El J on the radio, you know, I can't live without my radio blasting the video. It first came out, girls were going crazy over that. He was a heartthrob, new addition. After that, and um, we would just swim, shoot pool, play ping pong, etc. Just doing what kids do in a carefree, carefree summer. And uh, also, after swimming, they would serve lunch, and then the day was over. And so, on this particular day in question. Every day they would show a movie. You had the option of going swimming, playing any of the other games or going into the movie room. And for some reason this day after shooting a few minutes of pool, a couple games, I'm like, let me go see what movie they're playing. And I walk in the room. It's dark. It was probably twenty, twenty 20 people in there watching, sitting on the floor, all quiet. And um, the credits were just rolling. And it was the opening scene of the movie thrashing with the guy bombing the hill and behind him was the daggers bombing the hill and from that moment i was just i was glued into the screen and there was no talking or anything for that next like hour and 15 minutes hour and a half however long the movie lasted but i was instantly hooked i'm like man these guys look like they're having fun they're riding skateboards i got a skateboard this is amazing this is what i'm gonna do and so I remember telling my cousins about it. One of them came in halfway through the movie, but it didn't really catch, catch his eye. He was into it for a few minutes and then he left, went back to go shoot pool or do whatever he wanted to do. I stuck around until the end, saw the LA massacre, the whole vert ramp getting burned down, the ramp locals and whatnot by the daggers. And, and that was it. And um, shortly after that, once I got back home to the relative's house in Corpus, I grabbed my skateboard and was like, okay, this is what I'm gonna do. And I started just getting my balance. For some reason, it, it even looking back, I already knew how to stand and push on a skateboard. Although I didn't know what goofy footed and regular footed was, had no idea or concept of that. I knew how to stand up, I had, my balance was there and I knew how to push. I wasn't mongo footed or anything like that. I didn't have the craving to wanna to just sit on my board, known as butt boarding or anything. It was just stand up, go fast and push. And that's what I did the rest of the summer up and down the block, just pushing. Continued to go back to the Y, would come home every day, push the skateboard. And as summer came to an end, I ended up coming back to Los Angeles. That was home, of course, South Central LA, 84th and Wall. And um, the friends that I grew up with, playing with at that point in time, all the older guys on the block. You could say I'm in elementary, probably knocking on the third third grade going into the fourth and all these guys were in high school already and so I was definitely the youngest one out the group and um one of my closest friends at that point in time Lavelle he came and knocked at my door the same day I got home that that original that next morning my first full day back at home in Los Angeles and he knocked on my door with a skateboard was like man what's up welcome back how, how was the summer? And we build for a minute. And I'm like, man, well, what have you guys been doing? And he said, yeah, we skateboard. And I remember before I left, when we went through the BMX, rad phase, and, and everything else, there was a guy on my block at the end of the block named Eddie. And looking back, even then, he already had a professional skateboard. It, it um, His favorite brand at that time, he loved Bryce Knice and um, had some OJ two wheels, and just a full pro setup and knew what he was doing. And so coming back, talking to Lavelle, he was like, yeah, Eddie, he got us in the skateboard. And I'm like, wow. OK, well, man, I remember Eddie's skateboard. OK, it makes sense. That makes sense. Well, I'm skateboarding now, too. I saw this movie. It was amazing. You got to see it. It's called Thrashing." And he was like, yeah, yeah, we know about that. We, we skateboard now. And I'm like, who? Everybody. Me, Poncho, Nunu, everybody on the block. It was probably six of us on my block on 84th place around the corner another maybe one or two guys that that drifted in and out they didn't stick with it for long but at that point in time they wrote their skateboard and um you cross over a few streets it was all apartment buildings and it was probably maybe 19 guys on that street that skateboarded so this is skateboarding in its heyday of lawn ramps and hand plants and bonelesses and so uh we're talking to them. I'm like, man, I'm all in. This is what we going to do. And at that point, I think later on that day, everybody came outside and we just rode our skateboards up and down the block. I didn't even know what a launch ramp was. And it was a few months later. I recollect that guys were like, yeah, there's pros and there's a contest. And it just struck me as wow. Um, I'm like, what? What What do you mean pro? I need you to explain it to me. You mean there, there's pros? People, people do this on a different level well wow okay and I remember like yesterday saying to myself like okay those guys must really be good if they're considered pros and they're getting paid to do this and they have their name on the skateboard well I'll never I'll never be at that point I just want to do this and have fun so forget going pro I'm just going to skate and have fun and my mind was set at that point that that was what I was going to do skate and have fun and that was what we did for the next few years. Eventually, you know, one person would build a lawn tramp. We would skate a few blocks over. Those guys would have a lawn tramp. And then we ended up at Venice Beach, home of where thrashing was filmed. And for some reason, it was always magical that when you would see pros back then, you would know who they were. It was like you knew everything about them. You would study the magazines. So I remember going to Venice, I saw the first pro was probably Eric Dresson and he was doing what was known then as a Chinese Ollie off a of crack in the ground. And he would pop his board probably, I won't say it was knee high, but it was pretty close just off of a little crack effortlessly. The next guy was uh, Tim Jackson, Dogtown Pro and he had this crazy wall ride where he would just he would pop up on the wall prop himself up and do almost of a, a wave motion these guys were it was amazing because it was like they were surfing on the skateboard but had style everybody had style and then lo and behold lo and behold the legend showed up it was christian Hosoi somebody rode the launch ramp and everybody it was just a, a sea of people just launching off the ramp jt john thomas showed up and i swear he was probably going about at least 12 feet high with his patented jt off the launch tramp, and at that point when you saw guys that were next level like that you had no option but to just sit down and take notes when you saw greatness enter the room and and that was venice beach any given saturday or sunday you could count on no less than 50 skateboarders showing up all day from sun up to sun down and we would just skate what was right there skate the curbs Launch ramps. Um, if there was no launch ramp, just skating flat ground back and forth, skating a pit, in its heyday, just doing boneless tricks and and rolling off of the stage, in a now torn down pit. But it was amazing. And um, slowly but surely, you know, since I was the youngest one, everyone else was in high school. As time went on, everyone else, you know, started graduating, and. Moving on with life, but I was still probably entering maybe the sixth grade So I still had nothing but time to just focus and ride my skateboard and that was it That was what I dedicated my life to up until that point and just slowly but surely started learning tricks and progressing I remember Seeing an ollie for the first time in amazement, and guys back then they would take their hardware and turn it upside down on their front truck just to make them ollie higher. And we thought, well, okay, that's how Nada's did it, so that's how we're gonna do it. And um it would give you a little bit of an advantage, an extra, an extra maybe you know, few inches on your on your pop. And then next thing you know, you you're working on your handplant skills. I never, never could master the hand plants. My balance on my hands was just completely off, out of whack, but everything else I had it, slappies backside, primarily front side, I did not understand um, board slides all day. And once we saw, this is, this is later on, I'll get to that at the next episode, Matt Hensley and that evolution. But at this point in time, launch ramps and just skateboarding all day, from one side of the city to the next and the beauty of skateboarding in los angeles in the 80s was that the skateboard was your pass through all the insanity gangbanging was at an all-time high drive-by shootings was at an all-time high and you could say this was definitely the crack era so everybody had money the hustlers and whatnot and um it was on it was on and so skateboarding allowed us that pass to go from neighborhood to neighborhood and um just it was a free pass and definitely life-saving and amazing but that is it i won't talk your ear off and know everyone has things to do thank you for joining me once again for the debut episode of the skate escape next week i will tap into the year 1990 to 1993 you guys keep the wheels rolling